Your nation ain't fifty. Your nation is two. Mm. Two. Mm. Two. Your nation mm. ain't fifty. Mm. Your nation is two. Mm. Two. Mm. Two. Two. Mm. Mm. It's two. two. Welcome back to Speaking from the Shadows. Every color has a voice. I'm Shan. My pronouns are they and them. Hey, y'all. My name is Franklin and my pronouns are he, him, and his. Welcome back to the podcast. So today we're going to do things a little bit different. You know, we're still present. We're going to have some structure here and there, but we're going to have a good time and we're just going to flow. This is a way for y'all to get to know us a little bit better. And just because we know the banter and the comedy that we bring to the stage is something that's appreciated because it's funny. So, Chad, let's start off by telling the people what got us fucked up this week. You know, I was thinking about this this mm-hmm. week. What got me fucked up? Mm-hmm. Drivers who don't use their turn signals and they just move their car through traffic. Through what? Traffic, apparently. Traffic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just move their car through traffic and that's it. And they're like just so entitled to the space that's there. Yeah. Not like you were accelerating or anything. They they own it, apparently. Ugh. <laughs> They're entitled to it. And then just stopping in the middle of the street. Yeah. And then putting on your turn signal. <laughs> Listen. Listen, they're playing Mario Kart in real life. <laughs> they said, do-do-do-do-do, I can't fucking die. By well, I need some wrist. banana peels. Oh, yes, come on. <laughs> come on, for real. <laughs> Bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what got me fucked up this week. What about you? That's real dope. <laughs> that's, that's a good, that's good. Thank you. Because I know how fucked up they got you, for real. You, <laughs> I know, I understand. And there's some look. You be knowing. Uh, listen. <laughs> So this whole time I've been sitting here trying to figure out what exactly has got me fucked up this week. Mm. It's my family sometimes. Listen. Mm. <laughs> Listen they Come got, on with it. No, it just it, it is what it is. You know, sometimes you have to call it out for what it is and it's okay. They be, look, look, they just, it's so many characters in one house. Dynamics. So many motherfuckers to manage, yo. Mm. And I'm like, God. I'm like, Lord, I'm just trying. I, I, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, be in my space. I love when nobody bothers me right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they be having, you know, the same cycles and the same bullshit coming up. Be having me fucked up during the week. You know, you know, you know. Apparently, you know, it's the, the word of the night for me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> the point of this is unfiltered, right? So that's what's got me fucked up this week. Families can definitely have you fucked up. For sure. I I can attest. <laughs> you said I feel it. <laughs> On a molecular level. You said you feel it where? On a molecular level. <laughs> you said I feel it. I feel it in my heart. That's what you say. <laughs> What is one thing you miss being in school? Whether 
it's grad school or undergrad. Where do I even begin, yo? What I miss about my undergrad experience isn't even the academic part of it. Like, it was there. It was there, and look, the work ha- that had to get done needed, that needed to get done, I mean, well, you essentially got done because we done. <laughs> Come on. So it was the social connections for me, the friendships that was build up, building up, and then the litness. Because one thing we were exposed to was some fucking lit environments, yo. <laughs> no, for real. Lit us, you know, we had the bars and stuff closed, and then lit because we had a lot of fucking groups on campus. Queer groups. Co- any any color. Uh, any yes. color, any identity. Uh, Big community. Oh, and then I loved being an RA. That, sh- that shit was funny. That shit was a good time. Nice. Yeah. Graduate school, same thing, same thing. The people, oh my God, New York, was it was. I mean, it was good. It was good to the both of us. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was so good. What about for you? What do you think stuck with you? Same community, social life, for sure. Um, I wish there were easier ways to maintain that sort of social life in adulthood post school but it's hard it really is it's hard to make new friends especially that you don't work with because y'all don't need to know me like that yeah because they need to mind their business (laughs) i think that that's the underlying message we're trying to convey mind your motherfucking business (laughs) It's like school forces you to be with people who are doing the same thing. It's like they force you into that social space. But then when you're out of school, you're like, so <laughs> I don't know what to do. Where they at? Where they at? But then, I, I mean, feeling comfortable to go make new friends, too, is hard. Where are you at? Mm-mm. You should have known it was coming. I'm just tired of you. You should have known it was I'm coming because you said it. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Uh, apparently tonight, where you at is not at the top for me. Like, well, no, that's all you, you know, it was always there already. <laughs> you said you would be there for me. Come on. <laughs> that song is so good. Well, I mean, you and Spotify said the same thing, so... Oh Oh, shit. (laughs) You be here for me. (laughs) I'm tired of the both of us. (laughs) I'm just saying what Spotify said. I didn't say it. Okay. I was looking for it. I was like, where you at? And Spotify was like, it's not here. Not around. <laughs> <laughs> so we both went to grad school. Yes. And we went to undergraduate school together. And that's our motherfucking period. On Porridge. That's how we're mad. We mad. Wow. So. Oh, this is hilarious. I was going to say that. In grad school, you were studying social work. I was studying counseling. But we were doing a lot of similar work. Yeah. Right? In school. So 
what was that like for you? Like the doing the internship while also studying all that, the, the jazz of it all. Well, something that I think is different between counseling psychology and social work, um, we don't run, like we role play, mm-hmm. but you know how you have a lot of those. Oh yeah, like, continuous. Cl- yeah, mm-hmm. in, in counseling. It's like, um, I miss the camaraderie of a cohort. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> and I miss the mentorship and just like having the guidance of my professors and how I felt about my interning experiences. I'm grateful for them. And I feel like in ways I was underprepared, maybe that I didn't take as much advantage of them. But maybe I did actually because I passed my test. So, okay. <laughs> And um, the experience helped me, or the experiences helped me prepare for employment, which it ultimately does, right? I can't discount the impact of the pandemic because that happened at the end of my <laughs> Wow, you said laughter. You said, ha ha. What the <laughs> hell is so funny? <laughs> What the hell is so funny? It came out of nowhere. You sounded like like you were in a <laughs> you were in a commercial. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> Not okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Did you get impacted on the job? (laughs) You could be entitled to money. You were missing. Anyway. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. From late March, early April to the end of May, I was, or mid-May, rather, I was doing virtual learning and I wasn't in the field anymore Mm. so I didn't get to properly terminate with any of my families my field experience ended abruptly and then I started working during the pandemic and that has been quite the learning experience not to be cliche but you can't prepare for everything all of a sudden you're in the middle of a pandemic and life as you know it has changed forever. From the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. right? That was impacting you. Like, damn. Yeah, I was actually, my cohort, I was a part of Title IV-E, which has to do with foster care in the States and all stuff. We were set up to go to an international symposium on child abuse in Alabama and uh, that got canceled. I was no longer going to Alabama. (laughs) And then we stopped going to the building in person 
we had to return like the iPads and such. Um, like we had to like make an appointment to go in and drop it off. Wild stuff. How do you think that all of that, if you think, how do you think that it continues to impact you now <laughs> with your work? Certain things aren't accessible for myself and or especially my clients. Resources are limited and stretched almost to uselessness. And it's so unfortunate. And the field is honestly in crisis. It's interesting and scary and intense intensely impactful prior to covid you know resources were still limited right and inadequate quite frankly however or and then add to that an international health crisis what was disorganized is now complete chaos and there's a lot because not only do we have to consider our desirability and passion for the position, you also have to consider things like, is this going to put me at risk? Is this going to overly expose me? You know, it's, it's very delicate. Because that's a lot. And you have to do uh, do different things, maneuver quickly. Because now you're working double. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the little bit of control that was there is now taken away. Because there's certain things that we can't do no more. And I'm sure that shows up in your cases, too. It reminds me of just people being stuck at home creates a very unproductive cycle for people from from kids right or teenagers not wanting to get out the room or do much because they're stuck at home and they're tired of being there Mm -hmm. to just continuous issues even about leaving out leaving the house concerned about all of that like it's continuous every day oh my god there's this virus going around there's this virus going around what if i get it when i leave to for work to work tomorrow you know Mm -hmm. so that's what it just creates a very very chaotic place to live it's hard yeah because people have the way from the beginning everything was just so all around the place everybody was reactive 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 Mm mm-hmm How has COVID impacted your experience, experiences in the field? COVID has made me feel conflicted Mm. because the beginning of it, there was so much that was happening virtually to the point where I'm like, okay, so this is something that can be a normal thing to be working from home. It's fine. You don't have to do much. But then at the same time, you get tired of doing it at home. It's not the same feel. When you're in the office and you're seeing people, you're talking to coworkers, you're having a different time. 
and even engaging with people in between sessions gives you a moment to breathe and just come down from what you ex- what you experienced or you heard in the previous session. Yeah, there's a certain like liveliness about being in that environment too. Mm-hmm. That's like irreplicable. It's like you're running in place, whereas before you can run around mm. wherever you want. Now you have to run in place. It's like running on the treadmill. Yep. In a VR experience, you know, mm-hmm. and you're in like beautiful wilderness. Yep. Instead of running in that wilderness in real life. Mm-hmm. For Sims, baby. <laughs> For Sims. For Sims. The Goombie Glock, Lippy Doo Doo Blue. Clip, clip. Blue, blue, blue. Blue, blue. Oh, gosh. That's funny. Yeah, and I think that COVID's also impacted the fact the increases in cases. Yes. Cause, yeah, go ahead, because you reacted to it, yes. <laughs> Just, uh, I know in mental health overall, yes, right? Mm-hmm. People have more time to realize that they have issues that they need to seek professional help for right so there's that you know and there's more opportunity because we have this entire virtual experience and option that we didn't have before and because of our need for it it has developed greatly in the last few years Mm -hmm. so we have that level of accessibility now yep that's it in addition to that we're at home more and this is on the like foster care side of things Mm -hmm. so we're in the same environment with the same people constantly and something that I may have been able to like walk away from and cool off from and get a break from before I can't do now And so I'm having all of these reactions and I react inappropriately. And now there's CPS involved in my life and Department of Human Resources or your local DHR, DHS, DSS whatever it's called. It's just a lot. Also, we have a lot of in-house time with um, our pod mates. <laughs> so our procreation rates are, um, you know, baby making is a thing. We have a lot of COVID babies, a lot of pandemic babies, I guess is <laughs> a better way to say it. Pandemic babies. Yeah. Not COVID babies, though. Babies with COVID. <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> that's the, the evolution of the human. That's what we're going to get to. You sound, you know what? I'm tired. <laughs> You sound like dial up. <laughs> <laughs> I said, 
sorry. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to be that loud. It's fine. You say you sound you like that. <laughs> Definitely used to be like that. Motherfucker <laughs> was talking another language out of space. Talk about Sims. Oh, okay. <laughs> you said it's communicating with the other galaxies. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> we have a lot of pandemic babies, and people are still creating them. So, the the need has increased. And unfortunately, the resources have not increased with it. Isn't that interesting? The need that there is for providers, but the fact that there... <laughs> There's limited resources. The mm-hmm. thing that there should be more resources for. Absolutely. <laughs> I never, I just never com- comprehended why. What the fuck? You're burning people out. Mm-hmm. It's awful. <sighs> There's actually, and this is a side note, I guess, but there's this idea that burnout is a misnomer. Brian Miller, PhD. He is known for the CSERT model. Led by Brian Miller, PhD, this webinar will provide clinicians and their supervisors with an overview of the five skill components, experiential engagement, managing rumination, intentional narrative, reducing emotional labor, and parasympathetic recovery strategies of the CSERT model and guided opportunities for the worker to self-audit their current strengths and needs for developing these skills. Rather than traditional self-help strategies that take place after exposure to trauma, this model is about retraining direct service providers to remain resilient as they are exposed to trauma. This model is a rethinking of managing secondary traumatic stress that can be accomplished through intentionality, practice, and coaching. However, I don't fully agree with him. I definitely think that Burnout is real mm-hmm. as a professional who have who has experienced burnout. Um, and I'm going, I am identifying my experience as burnout. So I, I don't fully agree with Dr. Miller, but the concept is pretty, pretty interesting. And there are definitely good takeaways from his presentation. How do you know that you're burning out? There are orange flags and red flags and green flags. Green flags, I'm doing really, really well. Right? I know I'm doing okay, and these are the benchmarks. The orange flags are like calling attention to something that can become a problem. ADLs are slipping. I'm showering regularly, but I'm not brushing my teeth every day. Orange flag. I am showering irregularly. Red flag. When my ADLs start to slip, I'm like, oh, something's going on. That's one of my bigger ones. 
um, inability to manage distance and separation. If I'm thinking about work all the time, every day, every hour, something's wrong. So it really has a lot to do with being in tune with myself and taking inventory of what's going on. So it requires a level of awareness and knowing what my baseline is and knowing what my triggers are, essentially, what the warning signs are. That's really good. The way you can break them down like that. Well, it took some time <laughs> and it took me being in crisis mm. to figure it out. So it's it was definitely like a reactive conclusion. But or and thankful for the experience because I've gained insight, learned have you experienced burnout or compassion fatigue or anything of that sort? Oh, I have. I remember the summer when the pandemic started mm-hmm. and transitioning over to just one job of a full-time just counseling caseload and just feeling like, oh my God, I'm having so many negative interactions with these parents. And that's, it's not just their involvement. It's just the way that they behave with their children and having to constantly have those conversations about it being real. Mm-hmm. So then that took me to some, some place. I burned the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I was doing too much. Plus also roles outside of work. Mm-hmm. We're aligning with it, so then I had to just stop. Yeah, I had to stop because I was noticing how I felt with clients was different. Some sessions I wanted to be over. I was looking at the time constantly. That's how I know that I'm like, it's dragging through. It's so interesting because we don't treat people like limited resources. However, people are a limited resource and Mm -hmm. how much they can give has a limit. Mm -hmm. But we don't we don't see that. We don't see that sometimes I need a personal day. So, no, I can't give you what you need today because I don't have what I need today. Because I'm a person too. Right. It's unfortunate because we want humans to function so closely to machines because our worth is in our our ability to produce, right? (laughs) Our value is placed upon what we create, what we can contribute instead of who we are, just as people, right? Oh, yeah. Which is so fucked up. What are some highlights for you while being in the pandemic? If any exist. Yeah, for sure. 
learning the value and the necessity of prioritizing myself across domains, across settings, um, prioritizing, giving myself a break, prioritizing self-compassion, learning how to be more compassionate and gentle and forgiving of myself. That's all been something that's gotten to be nurtured during the pandemic. And I'm grateful for that. One thing that it taught me, but it's not like a great thing, is how important an essential community is for me. Like, I really thrive from being around people of shared experiences and or identities. And COVID has disallowed that chance for engagement and socialization, right? Because it's a communicable, transmittable Mm disease, disease, sickness, illness. Well, I guess for me, the ones that stick out is learning to figure out my relationships a little more. Mm. Because being within the pandemic kind of forced me to have um, similar experiences happening a lot. Do you mean your familial relationships or your relationships with friends and such? Yes, friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, listen, you start recognizing things and then it burns you out, plus the type of work that I'm doing. And it's like, whoa, it's across the board. Like, it's across the board and it feels so fucking cyclical to the point where I can't handle it. So now I have to separate myself from it. Rebuild it. Franklin, listen, hear me, okay? I was working the other day, and I ran into um, a colleague from one of my interdisciplinary teams, and we were having this very brief interaction. Uh, Rich conversation, though. And (laughs) we were talking about how when you're in this field, you create more distance between people who drain you in your personal life because you cannot give both because it, it sucks you dry, essentially, is what we were discussing. So I can give all and be exhausted professionally, but personally, I don't need people who take from me, who I have to be on for all the time, who I'm working for, essentially. Uh, and that was just rich we also like touched on unilateral relationships and I I'm a giver a relationship with a taker I cannot maintain within the relationships outside of the work that we do there's no there's no gain in continuing to do that outside of work there's no gain whereas at work you'll gain something you'll feel like you're accomplishing and helping people Right, 
And outside of work, it's like, no, I don't have the energy. There are reasons we cannot counsel our families. Mm -hmm. Anyone we have personal relationships with. Conflict of interest. Conflict of interest. Lack of ethics. Red flag. Mm -hmm. Oh, my cousin is my boyfriend's therapist. Inappropriate. That's inappropriate. You know, a lot of people don't understand why. And I mostly speak from the Latin side. My experience is there, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people just don't. Mm, I can just talk to anyone. Why do I need to go to this thing? What is, what's the difference? It, I'm like, you really, you have no information on the one that, that you don't want to go to. So what convinced you that that's not going to be helpful to you? When you don't know anything about it. And that's how we operate, right? Mm-hmm. That's how we operate. But the burnout is wild. The burnout is wild. And I think COVID has definitely contributed to that for a lot of us. For a lot of us. Because in different ways, it requires us to give more of ourselves. And that is incredibly difficult to maintain especially when we are in crisis as well. So how much can you give a person in crisis when you are also in crisis? Oh, it's taught us about boundaries. The importance of boundaries, right? Go off. That's the, if, we say that word so many times. Boundaries, because it's about boundaries. And sometimes the boundary is just separating yourself with no explanation because you need it, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Because no is enough. I can tell you no, and that is okay. Mm-hmm. And you can accept my no without knowing my why. Yeah. It makes, you, it makes you question relationships and see them. Definitely makes me think of just projection overall. Mm. And just even being, being someone who is in this field... You absorb so much. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a normal process. And it's tied to our awareness. Yep. We are trained to be aware of certain things. And we become aware of how relationships are draining to us. And it's when you are aware of something, it's harder to ignore it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just talking about micro interactions I'm talking systemic systematic macro level but y'all not ready for this conversation Mm. so yeah some people can't accept the fact that you're seeing something and pointing it out right Mm mm-hmm and it's like no, and you're like, what do you mean? <laughs> like this is this is what what, what happened. Like <laughs> I feel like this is what's happening to me. <laughs> yeah, it's not always gonna be what the other person wants. So that's something that the pandemic has taught me too—the importance of boundaries and all that. Also, there's there's something that keeps lingering in my mind. It rings and rings and rings. The fact that though we're in a pandemic, social media—it's like a world. That never stopped. <laughs> if anything, it became 
increasingly popular because mm-hmm. we're all in the house. We mm-hmm. all got fucking bored. TikTok. Money. Money. Took off. TikTok famous is a thing now. Yeah. You can put a song on TikTok and blow up. Your video can become viral when viral existed before then. But TikTok just took it to a level. 60 seconds. It was like when Twitter first came out. 140 characters. Say what you got to say. Oh, my God. Hot. Yeah. You got 60 seconds to put what you're going to put in a video. Hot. Now you got the options. 15 seconds, 60 seconds, or three minutes. Growing. The technology is the growth in mm-hmm. that is just astronomical. I really like TikTok. Ooh, tell us. I what, do. what part of TikTok do you find yourself into? What do you fall into Kink Talk? No, I don't haven't subscribed to that one. Book talk? No. A little bit, no. Music talk? There is music talk. There's the dancing talk, singing Ooh. talk, cooking. Cooking. Oh my God. Takes uh, over my life. Yes. And listen, especially watching Latin women cook meals for their husbands or for their families. Ooh. And then they just talk and gossip to you. That's like something her. that TikTok, I like about TikTok is because you get to see a lot more creators because it's so accessible. Mm hmm. That a lot of people are showing their talents in different ways, and I think that that's beautiful. For sure, for sure. The accessibility of it, like you said, is really amazing. Okay, listen to this. All right, we're making honey, garlic, yep. lemon pepper, I've chicken. Uh, I've seen you, baby. Let's get into it. Look at that shit. Oh, my God. Look at that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't wait to make them up. His voice. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy. You couldn't tell me to do anything at that point. What? What happened? What happened? What was dad? What'd you say? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. So that's what, what I've, I guess enjoyed so far and also like experiences going places which is which sounds odd right like during a pandemic i went places and i really did and luckily everything was done safely and we are all good right yeah learning yourself all those things i will piggyback on that really quickly because traveling yes i Started solo traveling during the pandemic, which was foreign to me. Um, but I flew to the Midwest. Okay. Well, I yeah, and I drove through Missouri and Kansas and went into Colorado. I drove from Indiana, actually, to that. Colorado. Mm-hmm. That was so fun. <laughs> and we're on the East Coast, so... It was nice and different. And I mean, I've been west before, but this is the first time I went and traveled by myself and 
got to experience that and I did a 16 hour road trip alone and it was really cool like I was so proud of myself <laughs> um and it's really there was a lot of beauty in that in that independence and that ability for independence and enjoyment and flexibility you better go off okay <laughs> thank you thank you so can we talk about sex real quick Oh, wow. Just real quick. <laughs> just something slight, because I just would like to say. Go ahead. I'd love it if I could have it. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a little while. I thought there was more to the song. No, it's just been a while. It's an important thing, and I'm sure that that's even a topic that comes up too, right? Mm-hmm. Sex and the pandemic. Because if you are single, mm-hmm. and some people decided to have pod mates and cohabitate with people they just started dating or, you know, um, met right before the pandemic and liked each other enough and oh now all of a sudden we're in the midst of this global health crisis and I can't keep seeing you unless we're in the same pod and so now let's just be in the same pod and move in together and that's a good idea (laughs) (laughs) you are not convinced I am not convinced I actually moved out during the pandemic, I was in an apartment with a roommate and my ex, <laughs> and I moved during the pandemic. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of firsts for me during the pandemic, mm-hmm. actually. There are many positives as well as the unpleasant mm-hmm. ones uh, for me during this pandemic. What were some positives for you? More time to develop yourself socially. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? Develop yourself socially, but we're, we're in the <laughs> distance. Yeah. yeah. Traveling, going places as well. Yes, you yes. did. You oh, did God. That. I didn't go. Maybe I should go in depth. Like, yeah, you know, I was about to say, the, tell, the, tell the people where you went. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so the first trip was to Puerto Rico. Hey. That Puerto was Rico. nice. Nice. You know, my bestie picked a nice place to stay at. Them infinity pools were popping. Ooh, infinity pools. Yes, and the bar was right in the center. You got to let me know where you went because I got to go there. I got to go there. (laughs) The way it was set up, it felt like it was a cruise. Yes. They Look. Come on, cruise. And there were a lot of attractive ass men from the jump. It's like they greet you. Were oh, they daddies? They were daddies. You already know. Uh, so there was just a lot of fun things to do. The driving was nice in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. The mall was cute. Those kinds of things. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was just a nice experience. And even talking to locals. We, one time we were leaving from the bar scene. And I had to talk to a local because we were trying to get home and it was raining too too hard. We couldn't walk all the way. And he was so sweet and talking to me. Oh, it was a nice moment. 
That's nice. And then I went to the Poconos. Never had gone to the Poconos. Okay, mountains. M- mountains. Mountains. The mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Them East Coast mountains. <laughs> it was nice. It was really nice. That list, the indoor water park. I'm fed okay. Up. I'm fed up with that swim up bar. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. They wanted you to feel like you had paid money. Okay. Money. And ch- Come on, money. Cardi. <laughs> money. All I really need is the money. It's not even the words, but okay. It worked, though. It did. It did. And then Las Vegas. <sighs> How was Vegas? Expensive and hot as fuck. <laughs> Come on, desert. <laughs> <laughs> like one night we went out to it was a, a space where people were performing they had bars it was just a lot in one so many things in one that you're like what the hell do i label you was it overwhelming at moments it was and then we found this one band that was playing and the lead was going in okay he was so comfortable he was rapping songs mm. and i'm like you you know what you better entertain the people okay tell the people the zip lining was fun did you zip line <sighs> over the city it was over it was over so not the city though Ooh, oh. that would have been dope that would have been scary and dope I don't know who even has a zip line over the city. Oh, the strip. It's called the strip. It was over the strip. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Maybe, you know, that's okay. <laughs> you know? And that, it was nice. Even driving in Vegas is a little hectic. But it was nice. I feel dri- like driving in Vegas like I feel about driving in LA, like I feel about driving in New York City. It's not going to be for me. <laughs> I've driven in two of those. And they're not the best. Not they're not the best. I, I went driving in LA, but I was riding. I was a passenger. Passenger. A passenger. Drive me. Chauffeur me. The West Coast has to be something else. Listen. And I feel it in my bones. Uh, when I think of it, I'm like, look, the East Coast is nice. Sorry, I'm It's familiar. You are all good. <laughs> the East Coast is. It's it's familiar, it's home, but I feel like the West Coast is where it's at. <laughs> I don't know why I feel that. Listen, I could not go to California to live unless I was getting rid of my, or not getting rid of, but giving up my social work license because they don't have reciprocity in that state. But to vacation? <sighs> Listen. California, here I come again, June 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this time I'm going to be in L.A. or L.A. adjacent. I went to San Diego and drove up to L.A. the last oh time I was God. in, the last time I was in California. That was fun. I didn't drive. To, no, I think I drove to L.A. and then I switched because I wasn't driving in L.A. But that might be a lie. I don't think I drove at all. I'm spoiled. (laughs) I don't have to drive myself in L.A. (laughs) Well, I didn't have to drive myself in L.A. This time, I'm probably going to have to drive myself in it. No. No, I'm going to (laughs) Uber. The reciprocity part. 
the the fact that there are different regulations for different states is what's killing me. Yeah. You can't go where you want. You have to, it has to be, they have to be specific states. Especially when I take a fucking national exam. Say it again, please. Please. How do I take a national exam to obtain my licensure? Yep. But if I move states, I'm not licensed in that state. California got me fucked up. Listen. New Jersey got me. <laughs> look, New Jersey really. Really, them fuckers <laughs> were cold. <laughs> they said you need an additional thousand hours. Thousand hours. And you have to take probably like three or four more courses. They said you better know our laws because that's what California said. And I'm like, look, <laughs> people complain about you for a reason. And the ones that make it, they going to have to have a celebration for years working. <laughs> Hell, celebrate the whole weekend. You said the whole weekend. The whole fucking weekend requires three days. Cheers to the freaking weekend. Oh. I drank to that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let the jam of sun sink in. I drank to that. Yeah, yeah. Don't let the bastards get you down. She just always yeah. gives us something. She really does. Did you see her little pregnancy photos? Mm-hmm. The cute little bump. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> Rayana. Period. 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 Blood. What? <laughs> like you need the weekend to, you need all three days. So you, to take it out your system. So, yeah, this reciprocity stuff is wild. It doesn't have to be like that. It does not have to be like that. It keeps you in one place. Mm-hmm. And if not, you have to you have to do so much more <laughs> to be able to do it in a state that's not under whatever nation the national whatever exam <laughs> is for. <laughs> the nation of that one state. <laughs> <laughs> the nation of probably five or six of them. That's your nation, baby. Your nation ain't 50. Your nation is two. Mm. Two. Mm. Two. Your nation mm. ain't 50. Mm. Your nation is two. Mm. Two. Mm. Two. Mm. Two. It's two. 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 It's two. 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 Harmony. Come we, on, Harmony. We on deck. We on deck. And that's something that, I guess, that's something that they're also going to be hearing here, too. Yeah. Because this is what we do on a regular basis. It, it's musical. Yeah. It's, music. it's, we, it's very musical. We have a good bond when it comes to music. We do. We very There's much some, do. some secrets. That's my word. You say English. Well, English. <laughs> <laughs> English. You know. Yeah. We do a lot of similar things, and we know how to blend we know what to sing when to sing it. That's that's something that is powerful. It's superpower. Cut it out. A subtle power. Superpower. A tough love. Superpower. Oh, like a shark. Ooh, like a bear. A tough love. 
Ugh, come on, B. I thought the world was wrong. I thought the world was wrong. Around us, around us, around us. Nothing I know can break us down. It can break us down. Mm. I thought I could live without you, mm-hmm. but together we got plenty power, <laughs> and nothing I know couldn't break us down. Mm-hmm. It can't break us down, mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. I love that song. It's an amazing song and that album is amazing uh, it's just her career oh, <laughs> yes well, <laughs> it's amazing it, it, uh, ain't no words mm-hmm. ain't no words to try to explain them no no ain't, ain't nobody, nobody. Oh. love me right So we've been, you know, giving y'all a little taste of who we are, the things we do, how we feel about work, and all of the jazz that comes with our regular routines, and also a little bit of a little bit of comedy here and there, so y'all can also feel like you're just chilling with us, chilling with us. So we really hope that this is this was something that you liked. Mm -hmm. Let us know if you want want us to do this. Join our hangout. Okay. Join us in the conversation on our Instagram okay. at Speaking from the Shadows. Speaking from the what? From the from the shadows. Okay. <laughs> Speaking from the shadows. Every color has a a voice. A voice. <laughs> <laughs> and just to end it up, what is your favorite song for the week? Uh, you know, I was thinking about this at the beginning, mm-hmm. and I don't know. <laughs> Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. You go first. Okay, what, I can go, I got you tell me. Tell me your favorite song this week. My favorite song this week is one that I played earlier. Um, <laughs> Hasta la raíz. Mm. Oh, God. That song is so good. That was good. That was very good. Let me see what I've been bopping to. I know I've been bopping to Hamilton. You love Hamilton. I really do. I really do. You know what? I'm going to go with Money Long, Hours and Hours. Yeah. Because, come on. Okay. Come on. And we're not going to get into my discovery, like my recent knowledge and (laughs) awareness. We're not going to talk about it, but I'm just going to tell you that it's fucked up. I don't like it, but I do love Money Long, and she is incredibly talented, and Hours and Hours is a fucking banger. Yes, join us in the conversation. Like I said, follow us on Instagram at Speaking from the Shadows, and send us an email at speakingfromtheshadows at gmail.com. Join us in the conversation, ask us questions, send us feedback. So thank you for listening. And remember, please remember, define yourself for yourself, use your voice, and and be be great. great.